What's up, everybody? Does your life suck? Or maybe you're a pessimist, or better yet, a realist. You know, well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to be optimistic if you would actually want to be optimistic. Or maybe you just hate optimistic people and you want to know how not to be one of them. You could do everything the opposite of what we're saying. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's up, Danny? What's up, Randy? I didn't think about that. It is. It's also an episode about how to be pessimistic. Just invert all this stuff. (laughs) Some people hate optimists. And there was a time in my life, there was a time in my life when I vehemently hated optimists. Like anyone who thought that the sun shone out of wherever, I hated them. I just wanted to be miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I think when we are miserable, we want to be miserable and around miserable people, you know? <laughs> but, they, say, they say it loves company. It does. It's funny, though. I think there is a difference between, like, um, between, like, people that are, like, bubbly and, like, everything's great versus, like, thinking that, like, the future is going to be good or better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a different type of optimism where it's just like, you know, that motivation. Keep it going. Kind of but you make a good point. And it's also like as if we actually know if things are good or bad. You know, yeah, we, we know think so. that things are good or bad, but as if we actually know. You know, it's about one of my favorite uh, things Nietzsche says. He says, like, you know, he's like I'm talking about making the judgment that existence is either good or bad. He's like, you can't make this judgment. You're an interested party. Like, how can we make a judgment about the value of existence when we, that, that's the only thing we know? It makes no sense. <laughs> like, how the hell can we be objective about it and actually say well, it's good or bad? But dude, that's you know? a great point because then when you're feeling really shitty about life, you're like, but I'm an object, I'm an interested party. Yeah. I can't make that judgment. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I like that. So uh, we're going to share each three tips for how to be optimistic or for those of that's you who want to learn how to be pessimistic, you can just do the opposite of what we say. And then you'll be pessimistic. All right. So my first one for how to be optimistic is stop being realistic. All right. So a lot of people, they're like, I'm not a pessimist. I'm not an optimist. I'm just a realist. And I call bullshit. That is absolute garbage. You are 100% a pessimist if you call yourself a realist. Because if you're not optimistic, you're you're a pessimist. You can call it realism because you're like, but this is real life. And it's like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's. person uh-uh. you gotta you gotta err on the side of optimism no i i think you make a good point though which is like you know because they've always they always say that we're like you know study will come out and be like oh you know people that are more negative are more realistic and it's like well how do you know that we don't know what's we one we have no idea what's real all this is a construct it's all like made up and people and, are like but i watch the news i know what's real yeah. and it's like that's the biggest plate of garbage you'll ever eat yeah, it is, you know, and I think that's part of it. It's like, you know, there's so many things in everyday experience that shows us that, like, it's what we focus on. It's what we choose to pay attention to. And so it is a choice. And I think, you know, you have to realize that. Like, so it is a choice to either be one or the other and to admit that if you're choosing not optimism, you're basically choosing pessimism. <laughs> that's it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. One. That's a good one. I think All we right. do need to stop being so re- damn realistic. All right. Yeah. My first one is kind of i think actually kind of goes sort of along with this but it's like practicing self-awareness and really keeping in mind the dichotomy of control which we've talked about before like i think really reminding yourself what's within your power what is honestly within your control and what's honestly without of your control or out of your control is crucial because so much i think of what we 
are negative and pessimistic about is really stuff that we can't really influence. It's like, you know, that somebody made it, you know, a choice about who to hire and I wasn't picked or like, you know, that things didn't work out a certain way, even though I did everything I could. Like the honest answer is like, you know, have I done everything I actually can do? And if I did, then that should be enough. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great one. It's like keeping your mind on your own business because all the time we're in other people's <laughs> business or like the universe or God's business, whatever it is. And we're cursing we're cursing those fates when there's literally nothing we can do about it. So that's a that's a great one. Yeah. My You're next right. one is uh for how to be optimistic is always talk positive about the weather and about your health. So like these are the most these are small talk activities that people always talk about. They always talk about the weather. They always talk about their health. And almost always, they're willing to point out the negative. They're like, oh, it's too hot today. Oh, it's freezing cold today. Oh, it's yeah. raining today. Oh, my gosh, the sun is so strong today. It's like, no matter what, they're always finding the it's negative too, in it. Right. <laughs> it's like, so glaring. Like, yeah. Why is it so dark out? It's so, <laughs> the sun's setting so early. It's like, no matter what's going yeah. on in the weather, everybody <laughs> always finds a way to complain about it. And the same thing about their health. Like, 99% of their body's doing fine. And they're like, oh, tennis elbow. Threw <laughs> <laughs> out my back. <laughs> it's like... I bumped my finger. You yeah. know, <laughs> uh, that is so funny, but it's such, it's such a good one, too, because I think, like, you know, like, you're right that like the more we remind ourselves to talk positive, even about these little things, the more just it, it fosters positivity. Like, I think we, we forget that like, you know, we're just the product of whatever we choose to focus on. And like, if you constantly are looking at what's negative, you're going to be negative. You know, I think that's a, such a good one. And it's so, dude, it's so accurate to what everybody does. Like every yeah. time you ask somebody about something, it's like, it's too hot. It's too cold. It's too damp. It's too, you know, it's like, well, it can't be perfect all the time, and, so. and it's crazy because like sometimes i'll see people at, at the office and i'll be like beautiful day out today and they're like yeah but it's monday Ugh. And I'm like, <laughs> come on like one There's out of seven days wrong. is going to be monday you can enjoy it <laughs> but isn't that funny it's like setting yourself up to be miserable all the time it's so funny like that we do this intentionally yeah. all right my second one goes kind of with that i think which is just gratitude I think just reminding to be thankful for stuff, uh, actively making an effort to, you know, look at your life and remind yourself of what's good in it and positive. And I think doing that a lot is just a helpful way. You know, I think we, I, th I think I get the impression that we think that people that are positive and stuff are, have some special gift or have some genetic thing or they're doing something that like we can't do. And the reality is, I think it's just a lot of easy stuff and just repetition and habit until you change your mindset and i think it's just like willing to commit to it enough so i think all these little things add up to a much better outlook so yeah yeah gratitude is absolutely essential and it's just something that you need to work on because like there's so many opportunities for the things not to be going well but like in general most of the stuff is going really good all the time it's just like the little yeah. one percent that we all want to change and it, but focusing on the stuff that's good that really makes a huge difference and it it, oh, yeah. it is intentional because it doesn't come automatically. And like some days it's more difficult than other days. Some days it's super easy, but some days yeah. it's like really yeah. hard to be grateful. And, and the, the, I've been experiencing this. Maybe you and some of your listeners will experience it. You're trying to be grateful and you just feel like a turd. And <laughs> you're like, come on. These trees are so beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I'm living exactly where I want to. Thank you. Why do I feel like shit? Huh? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I think that just goes to show too that it's not it's not like a cure all either. It's like, you know, it takes time and effort. Dude, we have to keep reminding ourselves the same BS every day. I swear. It's like we're constantly fighting our own like in innate bitchiness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're just these cranky little creatures, whiny. Yeah, yeah we are creatures. Yeah. Everything's not perfect. I know, right? <laughs> so my last one <clears throat> for how to be optimistic is to actually be like a Pollyanna, like see the silver lining in everything, like to the extreme, be as optimistic as you can be and do that first for a day. And then once you get through a day, do it for three days and then do it for a week and then go back to your being realistic or not being optimistic and see how actually incredibly negative you were. And this is like, yeah. this is like an eye opening thing because no matter what happens, you can always find some silver lining, some good in it. But we're so used to like picking out. I mean, I I make fun of myself for being like a human spell checker. Like I can read an article; it's perfect, but it has like one letter wrong, and I'm like, saw it. <laughs> I'm like, that's like my brain is trained to just pick out the Failure. wrong. Things. Like I could meet I could meet this beautiful girl, and all this stuff is great, but one thing's wrong, and I'm like, eh, sorry. And it's just like it 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 all comes back to what you were talking about with the. Uh, the dichotomy of control, our circle of influence. Like, what do I actually have control over? I have a control over my observations of reality. So I have to make sure that I'm looking at the good stuff mm-hmm. because that's what I want my life to be, good stuff. No, I think that's true. And, you know, it's all just the stories we tell ourselves about things, how we make them meaningful, the role we assign them. That's all it is. And I think it's just about recognizing that we can make it better. We can make we can make this story better or worse, however we want. It just depends on what what words we use and the perspective we take. That goes nicely to my last one, which is we're like you know all the existentials and all philosophers think we're meaning makers. You know we are free to interpret the world as we want. And I think remembering this is remembering the role we play in the world that we experience. Remembering that you know if I experience a good world. Uh, a great world or a crappy world that's because of me <laughs> that's because i'm interpreting in that way now granted there's things happening in the world and if i see a lot of bad things well then i can also work to change them so there's things i can do to make it better so realizing like our role i think is crucial and realizing that the meaning we see in the world is the story we're telling ourselves so we need to tell ourselves the right story to have that motivation to keep going and to make things better i, lo- I love that one our interpretation of things uh, and like we're the meaning makers. That's that's a great one. It reminds me. My favorite story from Will Smith's biography was the same the same story that we all tell ourselves. That like, oh, when I get rich, then I'll be happy. So yeah. Will Smith, yeah. he had this whole fantasy because he grew up very poor. He was like, when I get rich, then I'll be happy. And then he got rich, and he was still miserable. And he realized the problem was himself. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, dude? I hear it's so funny. I was just talking about that in my class the other day because. It's like everybody in America thinks that. Everybody. Like, I, my students were saying the same thing. They're like, well, you know, if I had money, then I'd be happy. I was like, would you, though? Would you really? You don't know that. You're just assuming because that's your biggest that's your biggest hurdle right now. And so, obviously, yes, it would reduce stress. It would make things easier. It doesn't mean you would be happy, though. Because you still bring you to the t- your, your crappy outlook still coming with you. you know? Yeah, because <laughs> once you get the money, then you start worrying about losing it. It's like... <laughs> yeah. yeah and everything else you know it's like yep. yeah yeah uh, cool so 
that in a nutshell is how to be optimistic or for you negative Nancy's how to be pessimistic if you did the opposite of everything Debbie we Downers. recommended there. Debbie Downers and negative <laughs> Nancy's. Well, yeah. thanks to all of you Debbie Downers and negative Nancy's for listening to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, all the podcasting services. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy. <laughs>